This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, August 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Electric tractors to offset energy costs. Groundwater mapping tool. Pop farm fined $300,000. And climate package ready for house floor. Energy Commission eyes electric tractors for backup power. The California Energy Commission meets today and its crowded agenda includes a potential $3 million grant for grid tractor. The California company is examining ways to help farmers use electric tractors to strengthen their local power grid. The grant would fund a demonstration project showcasing the mobile microgrid concept on farms. The tractor would offer backup support during powder outages, offset local electricity demand, and save farmers' energy costs by storing power to use during peat rate times. DWR maps groundwater projects with new tool. The Department of Water Resources has launched an interactive mapping website to catalog thousands of groundwater projects across the state. The data visualization tool details the benefits and effectiveness of each project as it relates to groundwater sustainability and provides several case studies on the projects. Paul Goslin, who manages groundwater programs at DWR, said he was encouraged and inspired that groundwater managers and communities are advancing so many solutions for sustainability. Water Board finds pot farm for polluting river. The North Coast Water Board fined a cannabis cultivator in Humboldt County $300,000 yesterday for discharging sediment into Mad River tributaries. The company was not properly maintaining an access road on their property that intersected with streams, which could harm cold water fish as a penalty for not responding to an enforcement order for showing up to a hearing last week on the issue, the board bumped up the fine by 40%. Panel tees up climate funding package. House Rules Committee meets today to prepare the Inflation Reduction Act for Friday's debate on the House floor. The $740 billion measure includes nearly $20 billion for climate-smart farming practices, as well as additional incentives for renewable power, biofuels, and forestry. Democratic leaders express confidence that the bill will pass the House and head to President Biden for its signature. By the way, speaking of inflation, the Bureau of Labor Statistics today releases the Consumer Price Index for July. Review of FDA's food program should include CVM, groups say. Consumer advocates have joined food industry groups and state regulators in saying the Food and Drug Administration's Center for Veterinary Medicine should be included in a review of FDA's food safety programs being conducted by the Reagan Udall Foundation. In a letter yesterday, the groups urged FDA Commissioner Robert Califf to expand the review to add CVM, noting that every element of CVM's program relates to the food system and food safety. This includes the drug approval program for food animals, which must ensure the safety of drug residues in human food and the regulation of animal feed, which can affect human and animal health. The review announced last month includes the Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, Office of Food Response and Policy, and relevant parts of the Office of Regulatory Affairs, according to FDA. 
Uh, organizations on the letter include the Consumer Brands Association, FMI, the Food Industry Association, Environmental Defense Fund, Consumer Reports, and the Association of Food and Drug Officials. They repeated their call for Califf to appoint a deputy commissioner to lead a unified foods program. Ukraine hopes to export $20 billion in ag goods this year. Ocean-going vessels are arriving and leaving three ports in Odessa thanks to the Safe Passage Agreement. And Taras Vykotsky, Ukraine's deputy ag minister, says he believes the country can export $20 billion worth of corn, wheat, sunflower, seed oil, and other ag commodities this year, even as the war with Russia rages on. We have dozens of applications from other countries, he said yesterday, and this is confirmation that ship owners and traders believe that the grain agreement will be fulfilled under international patronage. The world needs food from Ukraine. Mikotsky says the three Odessa ports now open for trade under the deal reached by Ukraine, Turkey, Russia, and the United Nations will be able to load 80 ships with 3.5 million tons of farm goods per month. That's down from the 5 million ton capacity before the war when all the country's black seaports were operating. There was a complication, however, in the first days of the trade reopening. Tripoli had rejected a shipment of Ukrainian corn that was stuck in a ship's hole for five months in Odessa. That according to a series of tweets from the Ukrainian embassy in Lebanon. That corn was diverted to Turkey. Here's today's She Said It. Please take advantage of supporting and shortening our supply chain. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross encouraging Californians to shop local for National Farmers Market Week. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, August 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.